Small group leaders and Sunday school teachers. What are the essential skills that they need to have to be able to win with kids in your children's ministry? If you want to learn more, then stick around because that's what we're talking about today on the Simple Kidman Podcast, episode 26. Hey, welcome back to the Simple Kid Men podcast, the podcast where we take the complicated world of children's ministry and boil it down to the things that matter most. I'm your host, Jason Byerly. Today, we're talking about a really important topic for our ministry. The skills our small group leaders or Sunday school teachers are going to need to set them up to win. Now, before we dive into this topic today, I do want to tell you about a helpful new training resource that you can use with the storytellers and teachers in your ministry. It's my new website called BibleStoryCoach.com. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast over the last year, you may have heard the three-part series that I did here on the podcast for storyteller training. Also this year, I led a couple of storytelling workshops. And in the midst of all of that, I realized I have a ton more content that I think would be really helpful to share. Really, I've just scratched the surface on tips, tricks, training that I want to pass on to storytellers or large group teachers or Sunday school teachers, the folks in your children's ministry who stand up and deliver God's word to your kids. So BibleStoryCoach.com is really just a chance for me to geek out on something that I am super passionate about and provide some helpful coaching for these storytellers. Now, I try to focus the content here on the podcast to apply across the board for various areas of children's ministry, but BibleStoryCoach.com will be laser focused on training up storytellers to deliver amazing Bible stories to their kids. So go check out BibleStoryCoach.com and there's a free download of a creative Bible lesson, Jehoshaphat versus the Big Bad Army, that you can get over there to share with your storytellers or teachers. Okay, commercial is over. Enough about storytelling. What about small group leaders or Sunday school teachers? What skills do they need from us to set them up to win? Well, today I'm going to talk about three primary skills that each have several sub-skills beneath them that you can use with your leaders. Now, you can use the skills we're going to talk about in training new volunteers as you onboard them to your ministry. You can also use them for coaching current volunteers who may be struggling a little bit. And finally, you can use it for staffing. God has wired all of us to be stronger in certain areas than others, and that's why we need the body of Christ. So if you have someone who is really excelling with one or two of these skills, you may want to partner them up with someone who is strong in the area where they're weak. And our topic today will help you to know what you're looking for. Like I said, these will apply to small group leaders if you're doing a large group, small group format in your church, or Sunday school teachers if your church has more of a traditional classroom approach. But just for the sake of simplicity, I'm just going to say small group leader from here on out so that I don't have to keep saying both. Okay, without further ado, let's jump right in. The first skill we're going to talk about today is shepherding. Now, this is the primary skill that I think about when I think about small group leaders. Great shepherds create a group atmosphere that's warm, welcoming, and loving. They smile, make eye contact, get down on a kid's level, and speak kindly. They're patient with children who are having a rough day, and they make kids feel like a million dollars when they're in their group. Now, good shepherds also make a great first impression. They are always on the lookout for new kids, and they give them extra attention on their first day in children's ministry. They learn their name, give them space if they need it, but also try to include them, connect them with the group, and help them to get to know the other kids that are in their group too. 
Now, good shepherds are awesome at getting to know each child. Not only do they learn their names, but they get to know each child's personality and details about their family and how to speak each kid's language to encourage them if they're struggling with something at home or in their group or just having an off day at church. Awesome shepherds will touch base with a kid's parents whenever possible and ask if there's anything that they can pray for. They genuinely want to know what's going on in a kid's life so they can come alongside the family and just be an encourager and a help. Great shepherds may send an email or a card to introduce themselves to parents and help parents to get to know them better as kids enter their group. Now, good shepherds also create an emotionally safe atmosphere in their group where kids feel safe to ask crazy questions or feel safe to answer questions or share their thoughts. They never make a kid feel dumb for giving a wrong answer or asking a question. They never shame kids or make jokes that could hurt a child's feelings. And they're quick to correct others who may say things that would hurt a child's feelings or make that child feel hesitant to share. Good shepherds also make time for prayer requests and they pray as a group. It is so important, so powerful to have someone who loves you to pray over you out loud. That is so encouraging and just really helps us connect with God as someone else prays on our behalf. And Good Shepherds would also encourage kids in their group to pray, but never put anyone on the spot or make them feel like they have to. Now, Good Shepherds are great at follow-up. They follow up on prayer requests and other things that kids share in their group. If a child asks them to pray for a sick grandpa, the next week a Good Shepherd is going to ask how that grandpa's doing. So a good tip here would be to keep a journal for each group where leaders can write down prayer requests for follow-up and to point out answered prayers for kids because that's really powerful too to say, look, we've been praying for this for weeks and look how God came through. Good Shepherds also follow up when kids share other details about life, like how they started playing soccer or moved to a new school or got a dog. Following up on details like that shows a kid that they matter and that they're known and the leader really cares about their life. So ask about how that new dog's doing or how the soccer game went or what they like about their new school. Good Shepherds also follow up when kids are gone, maybe dropping a card in the mail to let them know how much they're missed in the group that week, or sending a parent a text or an email, or even just asking kids how they were when the kids get back in. Now, it's important for kids to know that someone notices when they're gone, in a good way, not condemning for missing church, not where were you last week, but just letting them know, hey, we missed you, we're so glad you're back. And finally, good shepherds make a difference beyond Sunday. They go the extra mile. They show up at a soccer game or send a birthday card or visit a sick kid in the hospital or even attend a grandparent's funeral or other time where it would make a real difference in a child's life to show up. Now, they know they can't do everything, but whenever possible, they show up for something or they reach out and they let kids and families know that they're loved. Okay, the next skill we're going to talk about after shepherding is teaching. Now, the small group leaders at our church lead a small group activity after the large group lesson. Basically, it's some kind of game which is just a fun excuse to get them talking about the lesson. Leaders who are strong teachers can use a game like that to really drive the point of the large group lesson home and help kids connect the dots between the day's Bible truth and their everyday lives. They show kids what can be different on Monday because of what they experienced and learned on Sunday. Now, leaders who aren't so strong in teaching, they may do the activity, they may play the game, but they might completely miss the point or not be able to take advantage of the activity for its full learning potential. So here are the sub-skills that small group leaders need to take their teaching game to the next level, just to make sure they don't miss an opportunity to help one of our kids take God's word and hide it in their heart, but also put it into action. Okay, first, they have to be prepared. 
If they haven't read the lesson or are just winging it, they're going to struggle. They'll never be able to bring their best to the activity if they don't even know what the activity is until Sunday morning. But if they read it ahead of time and make sure they understand how the lesson works, they will be free to connect with kids and use the activity to its fullest potential. Next, strong teachers are also great at getting kids' attention at the beginning of group time. This kind of bleeds into a skill we'll be talking about in a minute on leadership, but a good teacher knows how to draw kids in and gets them to focus on the lesson. Great teachers also, they know how to bring the fun. They understand that kids learn best when they're having fun, so they make the activity so engaging, so entertaining, that kids don't even realize they're learning at the time. Awesome teachers also master the art of connecting the dots. They show kids how the activity ties in with the Bible truth, and they use the game or whatever they're doing as an excuse to keep pointing back to what the Bible says. Great teachers are also ninjas at seizing teachable moments. They know when they have to stick with their activity and when it's okay to pursue a rabbit trail that may come up in discussion. If there's an aha moment in the group, or maybe a child brings up something in conversation that's relevant, and they can just see God working on that child's heart in that moment, a master teacher is going to pounce on that and use that conversation starter as an opportunity to help the whole group learn together. Finally, a great teacher will make their lesson personal. They're not just going to sit there and read curriculum word for word, but they're going to put it in their own words. They'll share age-appropriate stories from their own childhood or their family's life that help make the Bible truth real to kids. They'll share examples where the Bible truth has played out in their own life, where they applied the Bible truth and it made a difference, or when they ignored the Bible truth and regretted it. Great teachers will also try to help kids apply the Bible truth to their own unique situation. And this is where being a good shepherd as well as being a good teacher is so helpful. The more you know about the kids in your group, the easier it is to apply the Bible truth to their specific situation. Now, the final skill we're gonna talk about today is leadership. A small group leader with strong leadership abilities, they're gonna be awesome at maintaining order in their group. They will be good at handling behavioral challenges in a positive way and keeping kids corralled and moving in the right direction. A strong leader will focus on keeping kids on track, especially during transitions, whether you're moving rooms for different parts of the service or you're just transitioning from one element to the next within a single room. In our campuses, we do both. In our larger campuses, small group leaders start out in a breakout room, sitting on carpets on the floor, greeting kids as they arrive, inviting them to play with activity stations, toys, and catch up on their week at the very beginning. And then once we're ready to start the program, we clean all those activity stations up, line kids up, and head over to adjacent rooms for the large group teaching and worship time. Then they have to head back to breakout rooms for small group time, and finally back to the large group room one last time where we do check out. It's a lot of moving. And small group leaders who are strong in leadership are great at getting their kids from place to place. At our smaller campuses, we don't have separate rooms for all of that, but we do have all the same elements. So those leaders have the challenge to help kids transition to the next thing, even though it happens to be in the same place. And that can be hard too. So a strong leadership ability is really helpful there. Strong leaders are also going to encourage kids to participate in the lesson. In a large group, small group format, they will repeat any phrases the teacher asks the audience to repeat in large group. They'll play along with the large group lesson and have fun and help the kids get into the lesson as well and encourage the kids to participate. They'll also encourage kids to participate in their group. They won't pressure them or put them on the spot, but they'll try to encourage them to engage with activity and the teaching and the other kids. 
Also, leaders with a leadership skill are great at managing time in their group, and this can be really tricky. They're prepared, they have their supplies organized so they can get started quickly, and they're just aware of how much time they have left for each activity or part of the service. For some churches, keeping an eye on the clock will not be as big of a deal as for other churches where they really have to make sure that they maximize every moment. So if that's important for your church, that's a skill under leadership that your small group leaders or Sunday school teachers are going to need. Strong leaders are also really good at keeping kids safe. They understand the safety and security policies of your ministry. They're diligent about enforcing them to create a safe environment where kids can grow and that parents can trust. So that's it. Shepherding, teaching, and leadership. Three skills that are going to be super helpful for any small group leader or Sunday school teacher who's serving in your ministry. So like I said earlier, train your leaders on these skills when they join your team or use them to diagnose problems in your ministry if one of these skills seems to be lacking. And then use these as coaching opportunities to help leaders grow and get better at ministering to kids. I've seen so many people over the years who are great with the shepherding or the teaching, but not so great with the leadership. So they struggle with behavioral issues in their group and it just constantly derails them from being as effective as they could be. And so that's a coaching opportunity. But it may just be that they're never going to be great at the leadership side of things. And in that case, I would want to partner them with someone who is. So you can use these three skills to build a great team. You can use them to figure out what staffing you need for each of your groups, for each of your rooms. So if you have someone who is strong in teaching or shepherding, put them with somebody who is strong in an area of their week, like leadership. And as they complement each other like that, it just makes the body of Christ stronger and helps them to just succeed so much easier because they don't have to be all things at once. And that brings us to our simple takeaway, train leaders with skills that set them up to win. It's our job if we're leading leaders to help them to develop those skills that are going to set them up for success in ministry and ultimately lead to life-changing moments for the kids. Our Bible verse today is Psalm 78, 72, and it says, And David shepherded them with integrity of heart, with skillful hands he led them. Of course, our heart and character is what matters most in ministry, but skills are important in ministry too, and they help our leaders just be more effective and have more fun as they're serving God's kids. Okay, that wraps it up today, folks. Thanks so much for listening. I hope these skills that we talked about are helpful to you, and I hope they will help you to help others. Hey, don't forget, hop on over to BibleStoryCoach.com. Check out some of the resources there that I think will also be helpful. And I'll see you back here next time on the Simple Kidman Podcast. Kid.